Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Brewski with Drewski. I'm your host, Andrew Tyree. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. So without any further ado, let's get the show started. A raging and devastating fire was started this past week in California when the use of pyrotechnics at a gender reveal went terribly wrong. Yeah, pyrotechnics. Uh, In worse news, the baby's gender was never revealed. The only thing that was revealed were state and federal charges. I hope they save a little extra money for the lawyer fee. It's going to be expensive. Uh, In sports news, Novak Djokovic was dismissed from the U.S. Open after hitting a lines person in the throat with a ball out of frustration. Wow. Uh, He has lost millions of dollars in prize money and reportedly is in severe emotional distress. Oh, poor Novak. That's too bad. Uh, Had anybody else hit a lines person in the throat, they'd be suspended a lot longer, fined a lot more. Had Serena Williams done it, She'd have been shipped straight off to Gilead. (laughs) It's a Handmaid's Tale joke for you guys. Uh, In sports news, more sports news, this week the NFL makes its return, very exciting, and they have decided to forego the highly successful bubble method that the NBA used. So uh, while sports fans are surely, surely very happy about the NFL with uh, COVID, CTE, and no preseason, the NFL's gonna look more like the Romans in the Colosseum. Okay, just lions and bears and blood and gore. It's gonna be really bad. And finally, a man in France uh, blew up his house recently trying to swat a fly. Yeah, it had something to do with an electric fly swatter and a gas leak, blew up the whole house. So two things here. One, this is why you don't cook meth in your house, kids, and two, It's totally worth it. The fly has to go, all right? Get rid of the fly uh, by any means possible. We got a great show for you guys today. We're gonna be talking a bit about my brand new show, Beyond the Block, week one and upcoming week two. We're gonna be talking a bit about a new COVID uh, vaccine that should be coming out fairly soon. Talk about this crazy heat wave in LA. I'm gonna be talking about the GOAT, the man, the myth, the legend, Sean Puffy Cone, uh, Brother Love, Diddy. It's gonna be a great show, guys. Stay tuned. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brewski with Drewski. I'm your host, Andrew Tyree, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You could have been anywhere on this Wednesday or whatever day it is that you're watching this show, but you chose to be here with us, and for that, I thank you. Uh, We're going a little bit uh, old school today. When I first started doing this show, I would do it by myself every single week. Since then, we've added in producer Kamari, but this week we don't have Kamari um, because my internet is down. My internet is down, and I'll tell you why in a second, but that's okay because Kamari's on vacation, and even though she wanted to be here, I told her, don't worry about it. Go ahead and enjoy your vacation. Uh, don't even stress. I got it. Old school. Old school. So we're going to have a great show, uh, just you and I, and uh, yeah, let's get the show started. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is stuff that's going on in my neck of the woods. Uh, in California, in LA where I live, there have been record setting temperatures. I'm talking about temperatures that have been hotter than ever before in the city. And I, for one, do not have central AC. (laughs) And it's a problem. Um, 
Listen, we're talking 114, 115 degrees, uh, 120 in some places in the valley. Uh, we're talking, you know, 95, 99 down really close to the beach, which means, you know, it's scorching, uh, scorching when you go inland. These temperatures are unreal. I, every year I say, man, like this is the hottest it's ever been and it's getting hotter. I moved to LA because I was... Uh, part of the reason was because I was totally like done with winters in New York. I had lived in the Midwest. I'd lived in Alaska. I lived in New York and I was over winters. I didn't want any more cold weather. I moved to LA and the summers used to be, Mwah! you understand? Like mint perfect. Now I can't survive. Like we had the freezer open. We have this little like air conditioning situation that's supposed to, that's supposed to cool something off but it's not cooling anything off uh you know the one that like goes from the window and situation and since we live close to the beach none of the apartments that they built down here close to the beach they didn't build any of them with central ac because they figured you get all this nice beach breeze the weather doesn't really get that hot down here and so they didn't build they didn't build the units with ac they were wrong Climate change is real. And if you don't believe me, uh, we can have a conversation about climate change in my living room while we melt. It's hot, man. It's hot. We got popsicles. The dog is hot. We're miserable. And you know what's even worse? Nothing uh, that has AC is open because of COVID. You can't go to the mall. Uh, the malls are closed. I mean, I guess we go to the movie, but... I don't really want to go to the movie theater, but we may have to. We may have to just mask up and go see some terrible films because it's it's far too hot to be uh, to be in this house, which is why my uh, internet went out because they're having like rolling blackouts uh, throughout the city. So I need y'all to get uh, my internet up, and I need somebody to talk to God and Lord Lord the heat because it's hot. If any of y'all doing some stuff to piss him off for him to be making it this hot, I need y'all to cut that out too because. That's not cool. The Lord need to delegate temperature and weather to somebody else. Where the hell is Moses? Talk to Moses about this shit because the Lord is out of control. I want to thank you. I want to thank you so, so very much for all the love and appreciation and support that you guys show to Beyond the Block. Uh, the season premiere, the show premiere, the first season ever of this show premiered this past Thursday and the outpouring of love the uh, responses the reviews were all wonderful the friends my friends my family my viewers the guys who people who support me you guys all watched and you guys all showed love the reviews on amazon it's on amazon prime if you didn't know are going crazy the reviews on tastemade you can find on the tastemade app they're going crazy and it's just nothing but positivity it's so wonderful to do a show that really reflects uh, who I am as a person, the energy that I have as a person, how I really feel uh, and I really operate in my life. And it's so good to like help people. I think watching the show, uh, this is the first time I watched it all the way through. I watched it with you guys on Thursday. First time I watched it all the way through uh, was then and I was like, man, it, like how it just, it felt good to see me and Kino, uh, the home buyers that we helped uh, to see them and their transition from when we first started working with them to where they were at the end of the show when they finally bought a house. And that's real. 
And yeah, they really bought that house. Um, I really feel like we gave them some gems and some nuggets that they took through their home buying process and that they'll keep with them throughout, you know, the rest of their, you know, home buying journeys. I'm sure this is not going to be the only house they buy. So just so happy to be able to do that. That was uh, um, filmed in San Antonio. So we highlighted a lot of the city in San Antonio, uh, a lot of the businesses. Um, there was a bunch of press. Uh, the newspaper down there in San Antonio did did some press on us because we highlighted some great businesses out there. Um, we got featured in Architectural Digest, which was really amazing. Um, all over the internet, we were on we were on Twitter doing our thing. And so, if you haven't watched, you still got time. You know these things stream, so you can go catch it whenever you want to. It's called Beyond the Block. It's brought to you by Tastemade and Realtor.com. You can find it on the Tastemade app or anywhere you can get the Tastemade app. You can also find it on Amazon Prime. I think a lot of people are watching it there. Uh, so go check it out and feel free to let me know uh, how you guys feel about it. Again, uh, if you send me pictures of you guys watching and enjoying all four episodes of the Tastemade show, I'm going to cover uh, your Tastemade um, taste account the first month of, of, of the fee that Tastemade charges you for the account. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover that if you watch it on the Tastemade app. If you watch it on Amazon Prime, that means you already got Prime and it's free. So thank you again. I hope you guys will watch tomorrow. The second episode comes out tomorrow uh, on Thursday and it will be based right here in LA. So we're gonna do another episode in LA. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Thank you. When you think of Los Angeles, one might imagine lifestyles of the rich and famous. Smart home, turn shower on. Oh. <laughs> How many 23-year-olds do you know ready to buy a house? I'm trying to be in Hollywood getting lit. I'm going to give Clay Vasi a better way to find a home. Neighborhood, your barbershop, places that you're going to frequent, and they're not all things that people think about. You need to know where a neighborhood has been to understand where it's going. Why not put something in a place that helped raise us and made us who we are? Beyond the Block, only on Tastemade. That was what was going on in my world. Now, what's going on in uh, the outside world? There's a lot of things happening, but there's one thing I wanted to just touch on really quickly because I know how I feel about it, but uh, the closer it gets, the more and more uh, I'm having uh, additional feelings about it. They're, they're slated to release a vaccine for COVID-19 sometime between now and when the elections happen. So some reports say as early as this month in September, some say October, some say November, but all signs are pointing towards them actually having a vaccine ready um, to, to roll out. I was reading an article today that talked about how the rollout for the vaccine was gonna happen. And the title of the article is uh, called it Mind-Bogglingly Complex. That's how the USA Today article, uh, you know, mentioned or referenced the rollout pattern that, you know, the government has and the CDC has for the, for the COVID-19 vaccine. So if it's already sounding super complex, it's already sounding super ridiculous, you know, I was, I'm, I'm already wary of vaccines. I'm a, I'm a black man and I'm as caught up on my history as I think I can be. So I remember uh, the Tuskegee experiment. And I remember all the other experiments that they don't talk about in the history books that they did to black and brown people. So we have a healthy distrust of the government. We have a healthy distrust of vaccines. So, you know, I won't be lining up first uh, to go get to go, you know, get the vaccine, or I won't be doing all the things necessary to go get that. I'm lucky enough to have been tested multiple times and come back negative multiple times. My wife has as well. So, you know, 
it just makes me I, I I'm interested to see the aftermath and I don't mean aftermath in a negative way it could be very positive but I'm interested to see like the aftermath of what will happen when the vaccine comes out as people start to take it because I think that's going to be uh, interesting to say the least let's call it interesting okay so this is a new segment that I wanted to do and I've been wanting to do this for a while and when I thought of this segment uh, the world kind of went into an uproar and other things started happening and we had to switch our focus. But I want to do a segment where I highlight black entrepreneurs who are uh, moguls, staples in our culture, um, who also uh, find a bit of their portfolio to be based in spirits and cocktails, okay? Uh, we, often, we often talk about uh, black people who are doing amazing things. This show is called Brewski with Drewski, so it's actually based around drinks. I usually have a drink uh, in my cup, but as you can see, I do not. I just have the ice in there. Um, so I want to start reviewing uh, these wonderful individuals, uh, the, the drinks that they put their name behind, and I want to start talking about the moments in their career that really impacted me and that made me a big fan. So first uh, guy that we're going to talk about is your boy Diddy okay your boy diddy sean puffy combs okay brother love as he likes to be called right now uh i got the daily on here and i could have went with the ciroc but i'm not a big vodka drinker i'm not a small vodka drinker i don't drink vodka at all if we're just being totally honest so i got his tequila here um this is his daily on tequila uh pure agave here this is the reposado um you know i gotta get the good stuff so i'm gonna pour it up a little bit I should have prepped this. Take this part out. We're gonna review it, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about your boy Diddy. Oh man, that's good. Now I've read a couple reviews about this daily on tequila, tequila, and you know there's a lot of people who have tequila brands out there. We're gonna be talking about some more in the coming weeks, but but everybody seems to be impressed. I'm really happy with this with the reposado. Um, I'm gonna get just myself a little taste here. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. First impressions are you can smell, you can smell the oaky, uh, the oaky, heavy, smoky uh, flavor that it's gonna have. Um, it's strong. It kind of like sticks to your nostrils. It kind of you can kind of feel it. It makes the back of your throat water a little bit in the best of ways. You're kind of ready for uh, a smooth finish that has a bit of a, a bit of a I don't want to call it a meaty a meaty bite, but that's why I call it like a very smoky alcohol. It has a it has a meaty bite to it. Yeah, see, and that's good, and it's smooth too. So this is listen. This is something that you can have. This is a great sipping whiskey. Uh, I put the ice in there. Uh, my ice, you know, melt a little bit because I was talking to you guys, but you can take this neat with no ice you can put a little bit of ice in there and just sip you know if you wanted to add a splash of lime juice in there you could if you wanted to add a splash of um, 
I don't really know even know what I would add to it because it's so good. I would say some, you know, a juice like a very, a very like a tropical juice, like a like a guava or a papaya, but not a lot. You just put it in there for a little bit of flavor. Maybe then squeeze a lime over it. It would just it's just a delicious a delicious drink right there. So. We're gonna sip on this. Uh, shout out to Diddy. Uh, he's a mogul. He's got the Ciroc. He's got the Daily On. We're gonna sip on it while we talk about the top five moments in Diddy's career that uh, affected me and had a moment and made me have a moment uh, with him. So, number five. Uh, you guys are gonna want to know why I started with number five. Uh, this number five, and and you know, it's it's one that's near and dear to my heart. It's when Diddy in 2015 got arrested for having a full out fight with his son's UCLA football coach. Now, you guys are gonna say, you know what, hey, man, brother, that's not positive. We, we don't wanna talk about those things, but we do, because what I liked was the reasoning behind the fight, okay? His son was playing football at UCLA, and apparently the strength and conditioning coach uh, and his son had some words. Um, he sent his son home, told him not to come back till next summer. Now, mind you, I'm sure Diddy and you know paid a lot of money. His son's in the school. Um, Diddy, you know, he he's a he's a guy who doesn't take kindly to being uh, punked, to being mistreated. So I'm sure his son is the same way. Uh, from the story I've been told, Diddy went up there to have a conversation with the man. He went up there to talk to the man and say, "Hey, look, we can figure something out." The man wasn't having it. He told me he didn't want to talk to him. And when they did talk, uh, the story is told that he attacked Diddy. He, he went after him. Uh, now, this man used to play football. Uh, he used to coach football. So he's probably a sizable dude. And Diddy's not no idiot. He wasn't about to fight the man with his hands. Uh, so he grabbed a kettlebell. And uh, sources, some sources say he just held the kettlebell in a defensive position. Some sources say he swung the kettlebell but missed. But had he connected, it would have been a problem. Now, I don't recommend going out there and trying to, uh, you know, uh, deal with your situation by hitting anybody with the kettlebell. But I do understand how, you know, feeling protective over your child feeling protective over your children will make you uh okay with you know losing everything to protect them family is like that i am less concerned about my own well-being and way more concerned about my family's well-being um at all times so like you could probably get away with a lot of stuff when dealing with me but when you deal with the people i love i'm the same way so i felt him in that moment he was like yeah i'm a mogul yeah I'm, you know hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars and hit records and all this stuff but you come for my son man like you come for me like it's gonna be a problem and none of this stuff matters so i really appreciated that uh you know, hey, listen, you don't have to agree. If you don't like it, you know, drop your own list. This is my list. If you have other, you know, top moments, you know, that you like from, from Diddy, from Brother Love, go ahead and drop it in the comments. Go ahead and like and subscribe and do that part. Okay, number four. Number four, the Sean John billboard. Now, when Sean John was at its height, and I know some of you guys are, you know, 18, 19, 20. Y'all was born after 2000, and you might not even remember Sean John. You might not even know. But in 2004, Sean John was a monster label. It was a monster clothing brand. Uh, it was, it was, it was blowing up. Everybody had some Sean John. I had some Sean John. Um, and you know, this was before. You know, smartphones. This is before all the different, um, 
atrocities uh, towards black people were being widely touted as they have been this year before you were filming police uh, and all this other stuff. And Diddy put the largest billboard ever in Times Square. It was a Sean John ad, but he put the power fist up, okay? And I don't think anybody had ever done that on that big of a stage, probably because there wasn't that big of a stage. And shout out to all the freedom fighters and the and the civil and the civil rights workers that came before, that came before. But I'm saying right smack dab in the middle of Times Square to have such a public figure, a guy who's known by everybody, white, black, rich, poor, everybody, to say I'm going to take this opportunity to not only advertise my brand, which is rare for a black man to have such a big, powerful clothing brand. But in this ad, I'm going to put myself, I don't even need no models, and I'm going to let y'all know it's black power. That, that's huge to me. That's my number four. Uh, I love that one. Uh, number three. Number three on my list is his uh, I'm a Savage video. Now, this is not the I'm a Savage that you guys are currently listening to by Meg Thee Stallion, uh, remixed by your girl B. Uh, this is not that. This is, ooh, first of all, this is good. Um, this is, uh, there's a video floating around and you can, there's a video floating around and you can probably go on YouTube and look up uh, Diddy I'm a Savage and you will see this video. I love you, man. Bye. I got my MTV out. Savage, I'm a savage, oh! I'm a savage, whatever I want, I'm going to get! Whatever I want, I have to get! Yes! What's next? And I don't even know what deal Diddy was closing. But he was on a phone, on a corded phone, in an office, uh, so it wasn't no cell phone, okay? So that's how long ago this was. And apparently he closed some deal and when I tell you, once he closed the deal, the excitement and the energy that he had about the success that he had just manifested and created in his own, by his own hand, his own doing, he couldn't help, he destroyed some stuff, he slammed some stuff, he threw some stuff around, he let you know, anything I want, I can have. That resonated with me so deeply that that man was manifesting exactly what he wanted. He was putting things in the universe, then he was attacking it, and he was succeeding. And I think that's not the moment, that's not the moment I started to believe that that is possible, but it definitely added to my, uh, to my belief that, you know what? You really don't need anything else but a work ethic, some drive and belief, and you can do it. And, you know, tr fast forward, you know, 10 years later, 15 years later, however long it's been, I feel like I manifested uh, this show, obviously, uh, welcome. And I also manifested beyond the block because these are things that I told myself I was going to do. I told myself I was gonna be good at and we're doing it. So I really appreciate that I'm a savage video uh, from Diddy. Uh, big shout outs to him. This is too. <laughs> um, I feel like I kind of cheated on this one because I put two in, in, in this number two and I clumped him under one umbrella. It's called, uh, I call it his reality TV moments. Now, Diddy has some classic reality TV moments and mind you, the, one, the first one you guys already know about, this is, like I said, before reality TV was super huge. It was back when, you know, people were getting their information via word of mouth. Um, 
the internet was there, but it wasn't blow, YouTube wasn't blown up like that. You know, there weren't any smartphones. And uh, Diddy had a little show called Making the Band. Y'all remember Making the Band? Uh, who's the top five best rappers alive? Die line, die line, die line, die line, and die line. Okay, it's a it was is a cultural icon. The show was, you know, um, what a time for a brother to be executive producing his own show. What a time for it to be on for twelve years from two thousand to two thousand twelve, I believe it was on, and just amazing, amazing, amazing content that was so entertaining. And y'all remember the infamous the infamous moment where he had the band walk across the Manhattan Bridge to Junior's to get some cheesecake. He let them know, hey man, how bad do you want it? If you want it that bad, go get me some cheesecake from Junior's. And they did it. But I do want some cheesecake. So I'll see y'all in a little while. Take your time, enjoy it. And you ain't really got nothing else to do. What Junior is that? Yo fam, Humphrey just told us to go to the store in Brooklyn and bring it back a cheesecake and walk. It was five, around five, five and a half miles walk there and back. And I don't even know if he ate the cheesecake, man, but he did it to prove a point, man. You ha there can't be any limits that you are not willing to go to to achieve your dream. And if you do have limits, you have to set those in yourself and you have to hold fast to them. But if you want it, it's here. And this is what I need for you to do to go get it. That moment uh, has outlived the show and it resonates with me to this day. So shout out. And then the second part of this one is of his reality reality TV moments is a little more current. It's a show he uh, executive produced and was a coach on called The Four. And he had the infamous stare down with Elijah Connor after Elijah sang uh, Love by Music Soul Child with all his fur on. And he had the blonde dreadlocks going and he thought he slayed it and the brother got four red circles, which means nobody liked his singing. And he tried to he tried to give Diddy the Oh Diddy wasn't having it, man. Diddy was like, I am, I am a lion, bro. I'm a lion. He just, and with no words, he stared that man down. Elijah broke, uh, ended up, you know, thanking Diddy for the opportunity. And I think he got a little bit of fame. I think he got a little 15 minutes of fame out of there. So shout out to Elijah. But um, that moment also just, uh, you know, exemplified who he was and what he believed in and the type of mentality that he walks around with every day it's so amazing that you have that you keep that on you every day so that you're never caught slipping like if i walked outside and somebody tried to have a staring contest with me like i might be like like, like what are you doing bro you know what i mean but the fact that he's ready to be locked in like that on, at any given moment you know it's it's uh it's a testament to his success so shout out to that moment and then last but not least uh my favorite favorite moment of uh diddy of course is his his hot tub his hot tub moment in the in the in the big papa video you know what i mean he was like you know listen tell your friends <laughs> tell my friends you know what i'm saying we can do it every weekend is that all right with you is that all right with you man have your friends get with my friends we can be friends 
We can do it every weekend. Is that alright with you? Is that alright with you? And once she answered, because you go answer me, keep banging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Epic, epic, epic. He had that. He had that killer go get him mentality, even when it came to the ladies back in the day in the hot tub. Uh, shout out to the notorious uh, B.I.G. Man, rest in peace. So, you know, these are my top five Diddy moments, man. Uh, top five moments that make this brother an icon, in my opinion. Um, Rockaware, Bad Boy, uh, Daleon, you know, uh, Ciroc, just everything he's been involved with. Uh, true king in the hip-hop game, true mogul. Um, and we're going to do this every once in a while. Yeah, I won't say every week, but every once in a while. I'm going to pick up different alcohols from different uh, moguls in our industry, in our culture. And we're going to talk about the moments that meant the most to me. We're going to sip and taste their fine, fine uh, spirits and review it. And I think it's going to be a good time. So if you have some uh, people and some who have spirits, who have uh, alcohol brands that you want me to review, go ahead and drop those in the comments below. If you have your own top five moments from Diddy that you want to go ahead and talk about, drop those in the comments below. Uh, yeah, and we'll do it all the time, right? Cheers to that. Before we get out of here, guys, uh, I want to talk to you guys about something that is going to be coming very soon. I'm very excited about it, and it is Brewski with Drewski merch. That's right, we got t-shirts coming, we got sweatshirts coming, we got masks coming. Uh, they're in pre-production right now. I'm, I'm, I'm testing different fonts and different sizes, different material, because I want it to be soft and comfortable and luxurious for you. Once you put it on, it feel good. Uh, so we got a lot of merch coming very, very soon. I'll probably have it out in time for the holidays, in case you're trying to get somebody something for the holidays. Uh, but be uh, on the lookout for Brewski with Drewski merch. And also, also, please, please, please watch Beyond the Block this week. If you haven't watched last week's episode, go back and watch episode one in San Antonio. Definitely tune in to episode two. Uh, if you have watched, uh, go ahead and tell, you know, three, five, 300 people. Let people know this is a good show. It's a fun show. It feels good. Uh, we're helping people. There aren't a lot of people that look like me that's doing this type of TV content. So we're blessed to be moving into new spaces and taking over uh, where we weren't even, you know, we didn't have no foot footprint before. So support your brother as I support you. Uh, thank you for showing up to another episode of Brewski with Drewski. We do this right here every week. Uh, go ahead and like and subscribe if you haven't had the opportunity. And I will see you guys next week. Yeah? Cheers.